how you lift it up. Shining in the love of your glory. <laughs> you laughing? Because <laughs> believe it or not, I lead worship at my uh, church with that falsetto voice. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say my singing voice is much better. I don't know why they let me do it, but <laughs> I yeah. think your singing voice has really improved since I've heard some of your late stuff coming out. I remember sweet of you, you didn't even care about pitch. You would just be like, as loud as you can. Well, that's rude because I certainly cared about pitch. I just didn't know how uh, how much it seemed like I didn't care about pitch. <laughs> so thank, thank you. <laughs> We're all growing. This episode is sponsored by Benny's Beverage Depot because we are now of legal drinking age. Episode no. 21. No, no. And we're not. Uh, <laughs> what? What's what wrong? will all my Baptist and conservative brethren friends say? <sighs> They'll check out our last episode, which is uh, about weak versus strong, and <laughs> let, them, let them come to their own conclusions. Oh, all perfect, right. Perfect. <laughs> We're going for it, dude. Yeah, Throwing you in the right. fire. Yeah, that's right. Um, refine me, Lord. Refine me. The last episode that we did, I said at the beginning of it, mm. I was like, hey, we're rounding off our ser- series of verses. Mm. Um, verses in, in, as in V-E-R-S-U-S. And, uh, and then I lied because today we're going to do one more. We've talked in previous mm. passages about the, the sin that leads to death and, and when it's appropriate to, mm. to take a passage that we're about to read and actually apply it. Yeah. And to qualify, can we do that before we get to the passage? Qualify, sin that leads to death, we're talking about, and we get that from 1 John 5, the concept of sin that God has said that you cannot practice and inherit the kingdom of heaven, which means it's a sin that leads to spiritual death. Awesome. Okay. Just a little note there. Yeah. So in Matthew 18, Jesus gives sort of an account of, of what we do when someone has transgressed against us or, or sinned against us. Mm-hmm. I think that this, at least in my experience growing up, this passage was talked about a lot when we're just talking about how to solve kind of an issue that you have with, with someone. Mm-hmm. And as we were talking a little bit before we started recording, that's not quite what this passage is is for. This is definitely on the more intense side of things when when it comes down to dealing with someone who is sinning against you. Mm. It's not someone who, you know, said something on accident and hurt your feelings, and so now we go and confront them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, this is someone who has sinned against yeah. you, who is, and be, and, By, or has sinned against God to the point, right. it, it is such an offense to God that it is an offense to us personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this so I don't impacts even think the that people, it's someone this who impacts like, the group, right? Yes. Yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you see someone and, and it's like leave them alone, they're not doing anything to you, and it's like no, 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 it's like, they're no. sinning, um, eleven objectively, yep, and it right. is. Yeah, it's going to spread yeah. through the whole yeah, lump yeah. of dough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just read it real quick. Uh, Matthew eighteen fifteen through twenty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl, why don't you give that a spin? Yeah. Moreover, if your brother shall trespass against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he shall hear you. You have gained your brother. Amen. But Hmm. if he will not hear you, then take with you one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, 
Let him be unto you as a heathen man and a publican, that is, a non-believer or a tax collector. Verily, I say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. Then came Peter to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Till seven times? Jesus said unto him, I say not unto you until seven times, but until seventy times seven. Where's our math nerds? That's a big old number. Some translations say and 77 times, but I don't really, I haven't looked into that to really figure it out. But the whole point is... I, I don't know, care. Right. <laughs> that also is like pretty inconsequential of what that means or what, what, the, what the exact term was. Mm-hmm. The point is that we don't do the math and then say, okay, cool, I'm going to forgive someone to that You blew it, buddy. Oh, man, I can't believe you maxed out yeah. in 24 hours. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> yeah, what is that? I mean, seven times seventy was at four hundred ninety. Yeah, I think that's you know, it's know. like mm-hmm. it's like right at the four hundred ninety first time someone does it, you just punch him in the face. Like Jesus did, says, I didn't yeah. have to forgive you anymore. I'm glad God doesn't count um, like that with us. Goodness gracious, it'd be a rapper every single. I know. Else. Yeah, seriously, I I think I hit uh, seven times seventy at the age of uh, uh, one. Regardless. Mm. I think we hear this passage a lot, at least yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. And and a big reason why I wanted to do this and uh, it is just be through different things that have been in my life. Uh, and I will I will not go into a single detail about um, about these things because they're supposed to be private. So if you're listening to this and saying, "Is he talking about me?" Let's just assume that I am. Um, but uh, but let me just tell you, it's multiple, you know, things that 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 I've gone through. Whether it was uh, someone who sinned against me, or more often than not, someone who sinned against uh, someone else. Mm. So you know, uh, there's a person B and a person A, and person A is being sinned against, and person B is the one who is sinning. And person A comes up to me, uh, and sometimes me and my wife, and says, "What do I do?" Mm. We can name chapter and verse. Uh, why this thing is wrong, and we have said, okay, now it is time to implement this. Again, this is when we define sin that leads to death. Is It is unrepentant, objective uh, sin as described in a lot of passages. Look at uh, Galatians 5, 1 Corinthians 5, um, and dozens more that you For can the law, look at. And just see, the law, uh, 10 commandments. First John 5. Boom. There you go. Yeah. Just yeah. Just yeah, yeah. It in there. Seriously. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yep. easy. Let's just look yep. at the Decalogue. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and 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 what do we do about this? Mm-hmm. And so why I why I like this this passage is um, and what my Ke- uh, my Kendall, what my wife and I I can call her that I my guess. sweet my Kendall, Kendall. Oh, yeah my sweet Kendall. <laughs> but what Kendall and I have have tried to do in these instances and in, in kind of the two or three that I'm thinking about is that when we are asked, you know, what do we, what do I do about this? And this passage applies. Mm. Rather than just telling them what this passage means, we have a desire and an obligation as believers, as brothers and sisters to this individual, Mm -hmm. to be that person that Jesus describes in verse 
16. Mm. But if he does not listen, take one or two others among along with you that every charge may be established by the evidence of two mm-hmm. or three witnesses. Mm-hmm. But my point is that this is not a passage that is just meant for teaching to other people and then leaving them alone with it. But the church rising up together mm-hmm. is, uh, is teaching what the ordinance of God are, but then also being, being the ordinance of God, mm-hmm. being um, scripture played out and true mm-hmm. and, us being that one or two people that comes along, and you said it beautifully before, again before we were recording, but that we are not just like these third parties, but that we become one yeah. with this individual and yeah. take on their burden with this them. This impacts us all. And there's something that's really beautiful about a church that operates or, or believers that are operating and taking on, on another's mm. uh, burden to even endure the discomfort mm. Um, and hardship it is of confronting someone about their sin because I've done it more times than I would like to, and I'll do it more times in the future. And it's it's uh, the furthest thing from fun mm. that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you have a lot of experience with this too. How fun is it to tell someone about their sin? Man, it's a blast! No, right? are you kidding me? It hurts. It's so it, hard. It, <laughs> I'm kidding. How could you say it's that? Not, You're te- what's wrong with you? No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Sarcasm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know, I, one of the things I just want to note also is we need to see ourselves as this is a good thing. And we're going to talk about this a little yes. bit later about the problems with shying away from this duty and the problems yep. with perverting this duty. And that is by way of exacting our own vengeance or what we believe should be the judgment of God. Yes, Lord, I will be the hammer. I I accept. Oh, you know, no, no, yeah. no. Like <laughs> what we're talking about is, hey, we should look at this as this person is has taken on leprosy and wants to still mm-hmm. hang out. <laughs> hey, let's hang right. out and let's have fun. You know, one of the examples would be uh, in jiu-jitsu, um, COVID aside, like let's just talk about like skin conditions. Sometimes when you're, this happens with like wrestlers and all sorts of grappling sports, um, sometimes sure. people get skin conditions uh, and they're contagious. And so there was an individual who, was a part of our gym who was just really bummed out because he really wanted to roll with the guys. But the problem was he had this this infection on his face and it was spreading. And so he needed to have that addressed. And it's treatable. But he he needed to be told, like, listen, man, you need to have this addressed first before you can just kind of mm-hmm. roll with us casually. And we're not, like, shunning you. We'll still meet with you. We'll still hang out with you. But we can't roll with you, which is an incredibly intimate process, by the way. And if we, no matter, if, if I were to say, oh, man, don't worry, uh, it's no big deal, and I roll with them, guess what? I become, contam- I become contaminated, and others become yeah. contaminated. Yeah, yeah. You affect the entire That's gym. That's right, but I don't say yeah. get out of here and never come back. In. You know what yeah. I mean? You know, so we'll get into right. that. But right. really, this is a good thing. We want to qualify this as healing. This is good. Yeah. When you are bringing Scripture to confront mm-hmm. sin— it's not for the purpose so that you'd never have to deal with that person anymore, but right. you are essentially giving them the solution mm-hmm. to come back into healthy, mm-hmm. uh, skin-condition-free fellowship mm-hmm. with the church, <laughs> and you are giving them, through the power of God and God's Word, an opportunity to see clearly yeah. uh, their their sin, to repent, mm-hmm. and then we, as we're about to you know get into... Uh, need to be ready to forgive mm. 
seven times, 70 times Mm -hmm. and allow that person back into our lives, no matter how much hurt that they have caused us Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of of, of verse 15. And now no matter how much it's going to hurt to go through the process. Okay, so let's set yeah. it up. Okay, two things we want to we want to paint it as a spectrum. We've already talked about this sin that needs to be rebuked and repented repented of. Right? Okay, so this person yep. is doing mm-hmm. what is wrong. Rebuke means you need to stop. You're telling them to stop. They won't listen to you. So now you have the painful process of bringing others involved. This is where a lot of people. And when I say church, I like to step away from that because it's so loaded. I want to say the gathered group, right? right? When the gathered group, yeah. those people, because a lot of times people would try to say, well, church, that just means Christendom, so I'll get other Christians involved. No, the people you gather right. with who this is going to impact most, this is who you need to get involved. And so a lot of times what people do is just like in 1 Corinthians 5, right? There's a man who's engaged in sin that is absolutely unacceptable. And the Paul right. reasons that it needs to be dealt with because it will spread through the rest of the gathered group of believers who are worshiping Jesus together, living life together in worship of that awesome and beautiful, wonderful Savior, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. That, That must be protected. It is sacred. And so when you just tolerate it, thinking that that's some weird form of love, man, that actually, it will spread like yeast would through dough, right? So this is the way we need to picture it. When we see things, and this is really applicable to America right now, for instance, where the LGBTQIA movement is working its way in and all sorts of different social ideas about tolerance and whatnot are working its way in. And we're starting to have conflict with Scripture. We're starting to change what God has said and soften what God says we should take a hard stand on. And those things would be... You read about it, right? It's like the like you said from Galatians five. The deeds of the flesh are obvious. Okay, so we won't go there. Yeah, There's lots right of examples. There. If people want to know and have discussions, you can send us, you know, private messages or comments or whatever. We'll talk to you. But yep. the point is, first into the spectrum, we shy away from it and we call it love because there is no room for disagreement and strife. But we should be yeah. willing to have a real hard. So to be clear, this is mm. this is a scenario. Matthew eighteen. Mm-hmm. They come, they sin against you. Mm. You bring someone else into it, and and they go. But eventually, what what it culminates into is just them being like, you know what? It's okay. Let's yeah. be merciful. Right. Let's just tolerate this. Hey, sin. hey that's a scenario that you're drawing. That's up. right. Now we, in our judgment, decide. You know what? Let's show tolerance. Let's. Let's actually just kind of just, let's just wait. Let's wait. Let's see what happens. But now we're being wise in our own eyes, and we're no longer fearing the Lord, and therefore we're no longer departing from evil. We actually are complicit, and we're actually a part of it. And that's a slippery slope into a whole bunch of other stuff. Next you know, the church becomes like Corinth that's full of all sorts of issues, and you can read 1 Corinthians and see all the issues that Paul has to address in his letter. So that's the tolerance piece, and we need to understand that that is evil and wrong. It's about as absurd as looking at a person who has leprosy and like, well, we don't want to hurt their feelings. Jesus is nice. He wouldn't hurt anybody's feelings, which is not true. And come on, yeah, hang out with us. Give me a hug, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then, it, 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 then yeah. I have it now, right? Uh, yeah. Now this is, so yeah. that's just the analogy. If you put five people in a room and one of them has the flu... 
is uh, the four people's healthiness going to make that one person not have the flu anymore? <laughs> or at the end of the week, are they all going to have the yeah, flu? Yeah, everybody's going to have the flu. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just co- it's it's common sense of like, okay, h- how do we deal with this? But you just gave so that's that's the one scenario yeah. where it's like, hey, to the person who's sinning, hey, to the person mm-hmm. with the flu, come come be with us. We're going to tolerate this mm-hmm. disease. Mm-hmm. What's the opposite end of the spectrum? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That would that would be perceived mm-hmm. righteousness, but is actually folly. Yeah. Yeah. So the other side is, man, people are all too eager to like let them have it. And they say, hey, can you can you believe this? But so-and-so, okay, is practicing this objective sin according to Scripture that you cannot practice in and inherit the kingdom of heaven. All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go talk to him together. And we let him have it. You know, we're going through Scriptures, and he's not even getting a chance to talk. You know, we're letting him know. That person at any stage says, you're right. I need, I need help. Oh, no. Oh, no, buddy. Not that easy. Not that easy. Especially right. when a person sins seven times in a day. And you're like, uh-uh. Mm-mm. Nah, man. This is a, this is a pattern. Like, no, no, no. I know it's a pattern. I'm weak. I need help. No, no, no. Let me tell you what you need. You need to get out. You need to get out. And you know what? When we see what's satisfying to us, oh, yeah, we're going to put you through the ringer. You're going to have to do A, B, C, and D before we let you back into this fellowship, buddy. Oh, man, that's evil. That's just as evil as overlooking sin because now we've made ourselves the hammer. You know, vengeance is the Lord's. It's not ours. And we are mercy triumphs over judgment. I break the law every single day. All righteous, all unrighteousness. If I sin in one area, I'm guilty of breaking the whole law. So hallelujah, Jesus took the wrath. But man, I don't want to get on a roll. But it tolerance is evil. Overlooking it, that is. And vengeance, executing that judgment ourselves. That is the wrath, the punishment. No, no, no. Scripture says that we give them over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh, 1 Corinthians 5 that their soul may be saved on the day of judgment. That means simply that I'm treating them like a non-believer, a publican. Hey, you can't really do that, man. Let me tell you something. For instance, I hung out with Zach next door, my neighbor, and uh, his wife, and and our families were hanging out today. It was my day off, and we just had awesome fellowship. Enjoyed some figs, dried figs, you know, and we're just laughing, and we're talking about the grace of God, and we're just like talking through different passages, and we got neighbors that come, and we're listening to them, and and you know what, bro? That could not have happened if he was beating his wife. Like, if I know he's beating his wife, which he's not, okay, he loves his wife, but let's say if he was beating his wife, or if I was mistreating my wife, beating her, sinning against my wife and kids, and he knew about it. How can you sit down and talk about the grace and the mercy and the love of God and how we ought to grow in his righteousness and really like take yeah. that seriously? You can't. Like you yeah. have to address the sin. And once you repent, then you can rejoice in the mercy of God, which we all need every day, and grow in righteousness until he comes. Yeah. And that's what it's about. Yeah. What is the point of enacting a Matthew 18 sort of step-by-step thing that Jesus has given Mm. us? What is the purpose of it? Mm. And like you were saying, it can either be, it could kind of be one of three things. I'm sure we can come up with some more, but can either be we're confronting it so that we can say that we did our homework, but then we just leave it alone. (laughs) 
Or the second is we can do it because we're just really, really excited to let someone have it. And we're really, really excited to be right mm. and to sow seeds of mm. bitterness in our lives because mm. we're right mm. and they're wrong mm. and ha, and I know my Bible I'm more than you. I'm never going to talk to them again. Or, exactly. Or what we are arguing for is we enact a Matthew 18 um, step-by-step thing so that the fellowship of the saints can continue specifically with that person. Amen. We are doing it so that Amen. you can be on your porch with that individual, Amen. with that uh, hypothetical individual, yes. because yes. Zach is not... No, he's an awesome man right now, who motivates me up. by his example. Oh, yeah, he's an awesome But we are, when someone sins against us and we go and confront them, it is not so that we can get some kind of thrill out of it, mm-hmm. but it's because we desire to be in fellowship... Yes. Under the Lord Jesus Christ with them. Oneness, bro. For the Lord Jesus Christ to oh, be prevalent through our lives. He's glorified. And to be able to sit down and glorify him together. Mm. That's the goal every time we confront a Christian about their sin. Yeah. That is the that is the ultimate goal. Um, and if that is achieved, we're going to live a much more joyous yeah. and peaceful yeah. life uh, with those around us, even if an uncomfortable conversation has to come up yeah. Uh, yeah. every now and again. Living Shema is produced by Benjamin Foote and Carl Wellborn Jr. Our intro and outro music was produced by Jason Vaughn. If you have a question, comment, or quip, please contact us via email at livingshemaofficial at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.